previously on We Are More Than the Podcast. Kids, and it happens with people who adopt kids. It doesn't have to be from your body, but right. like there's a physical change in your brain. Mm-hmm. And so like I changed as a human being and all of a sudden I'm like, all right, fine. My most proud moment is my kids. Like having the good, fine. You know, I'm like, fine. I'm, I love being a mom. Okay, fine. You know, I'm like, I'd rather do that than anything else else in the world. Fine. I'll admit it. It takes over. You cannot control it. You know? <laughs> so I'm a, my, my imagination is crazy. When you were like, you know, a, a switch flipped and you were like, marry this man. All I could see is the Kermit the Frog. Um, (laughs) He puts the dark hood on. It was like that, but it was like a white veil. You know what I mean? Like in this version. Oh (laughs) my God. (laughs) I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Now watch out. Keep talking, I'm going to give you some. Just keep running and running and running. Yeah. (laughs) So... And it's it's good to know that you're you're doing what you're passionate about, um, and that's that's just really hard to find in people. Like we spoke offline just briefly, there are things that I'm passionate about doing, and then there's this this leaping thing. I um, and kind of to go back to your TED talk, the fear of failure versus the fear of success. I have this this argument often uh, because a lot of people look at the fear of failure is you're afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. I consider that the fear of success because in being afraid to fail, you come up with the tons of reasons as why not to do something. Mm-hmm. And then it's paralysis by analysis. I'm more so the true fear of failure where I'll jump off the porch and do something and I'm trying to overcompensate to make sure I don't fail at this one thing. <laughs> uh, and my kids would tell you, I drive them crazy because I went from <sighs> being a helicopter dad to kind of being, you know, loosening the reins a little bit. I can have easier conversations with my son than my daughter, only because she's a different animal and the same beast Ooh. all in one. So <laughs> and it's, it's, it's those kind of things. But I'm sure you've been afraid. In of course, pursuing your passions. Absolutely. I was t- just talking with someone the other day. They were asking me about the first time I ever did um, uh, an open mic for okay. stand-up comedy, right? And an open mic, it's not a booked show. For anybody who doesn't know, it's usually not a not a booked show necessarily. They might have some people booked at the end, but it's where people show up and they're trying out new stuff. Often for people who are newer in it. It's usually where you get your first stage time. And the first time I went to go to an open mic, it's intimidating. And so I went and like the clubs on this side, this is my hometown of Winnipeg in Canada. And I went to the crepe store, the crepery that was across the street. And I sat in the front where the window was and like literally ate a crepe looking at people going in. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't. And I, the show was at whatever, eight o'clock. And at eight o'clock, I got back in my car and I went home. <laughs> I did not go in because I was terrified. And I was like, you know, like you said, you talk yourself out of it because you're scared to fail. You're scared to succeed. You're scared to embarrass yourself. You're scared, like so many things come in. Just And the thing is, it's not, it's just because it's new, because you don't have anything to pull in, in our past to be like, oh, well, I've done this before and it's gone like this. 
right? And our brains are wired to look for danger. And everything that is new is quote unquote dangerous. So our brain is trying desperately to protect us, but it's our brains are made from like when we were trying to protect ourselves from like saber toothed tigers and like, you know, eating poisonous berries. Like we don't need that anymore. So of course I feel fear. Absolutely. There is still, I still work on this all the time. Imposter syndrome. I still work on having ideas and thinking that's not funny or that's not cool or whatever and not putting them out there. There's like, I have a vault of things I'm trying to slowly pull back out and put out there because I'm like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be funny for everybody, but I need to be creating. I need to be in this activity of doing the thing. So I absolutely am scared. And the key is like, of course we're going to be scared. We're not robots. Right. But I think it's like that real key is like, it's not about not being scared. It's about being scared, accepting that you are scared and doing it anyway. Right. Um, so that's really the key. And sometimes we're good at it. And sometimes we're struggling with it or we're learning to be good at it or better at it. And that's great. It's like that awareness of those fears and that we're still wanting to do it because we are passionate about that thing on the other side of the fear. And I think the real danger is you know, you see people where the fear becomes something more than just, I'm scared. It becomes like, I can't do it. I'm not, I'm a victim and it's never going to work. Like all these things that we create so we can push ourselves into the past and live in the things we know. And that's the real danger. And for me, that's the stuff where I'm like, it's, it's like the icky stuff that you want to try and help pull people out of because you're never going to you're never going to be full. You're never going to be your full self. You're never going to really get to be like shine your light fully. Um, and for me, that's like my biggest fear for me or for anybody else is that they don't get to shine their light fully in life. Yeah. So I know that it's, I think I got a a couple more minutes. You let me know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can go right up until. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, so I, I, toyed this around because I let a few of my, my co-workers know um, that I'll be interviewing you. And I said, hey, what questions do you have? I have one co-worker. She is a, when I say a theater nut, Bruh. like she's been <laughs> in uh, The Heights. She's done other plays and they're awesome. working on something right now. Um, her question was, um, how did you get past the hurdles? Uh, and being referred to as just a comedian and not mm-hmm. a female stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, when I introduce you to people, I never say female comedian. I never yeah. say, I don't even say she's a comedian. I say, hey, check out Aisha Alpha, the comedian. Yeah, yeah. And and just go from there. Oh, this is this is a, a woman? Just check it out. Like, yeah. because I'm... <laughs> I'm a fan of, I'm a huge music head. I'm a huge podcast head. I do a lot of studying and I don't like to, oh, you know, this black podcast or, you know, Mm -hmm. so, so how did you, how do you navigate in these rooms? I mean, I've been in so many different professions where it's a lot of men. Um, So I'm used to it, I think. This idea of being, I, that's why I always call myself an actor because I always, I always say that it's like, it's like calling someone's arm a lady arm. You know, I'm like, it's just an arm. There is no, this, there's nothing to this. It's just a part of a body. So like, why would I classify or quantify like what, 
my genitalia is Message. than talking about my profession. So it's silly to me. So I'm an actor. I'm a comedian. I'm not a comedian. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a performer. Um, and I think for me, I, I use those words all the time. And so hopefully people pick up on that and start to use that more when they're describing me. Um, and I, I talk about it a lot, like a lot of people somehow, I don't know what it is about being a woman. You go up on stage and they're like, Oh, she's got boobs. Oh, this is all, you know, it's like, how does this, how does this make it any different? But people come up to me and they like- go, you're a woman and you happen to be funny. Yes. You know, like, it's not like they, people have said to me as a compliment so many times, like, oh, I usually hate female comedians, but you were good. What? And I'm like, uh, like just replace that with black and think about how offensive, right? I usually hate black people, but you're okay. Yeah, That's one of the good you, ones. right? Yes. <laughs> and you're like, mm. must be my other so, half. Thanks. But I like, you know, we are seeing more and more. This is one of the reasons why what I do, what I'm passionate about is equity, right? I, I want there to be no difference between men, women, non-binary, trans. Like, I'm just like, just read the transcript of what is being said. If you think it's funny, then it's funny. It doesn't matter what the person looks like. It doesn't matter if they're able-bodied, not able-bodied. It just does not matter. And then some people will say, well, what about like, you know, Right now, we're going through this whole thing of affirmative action being sort of taken away. But a lot of shows where they have like a quota, we're like, well, we need a woman on the show, or we need a black person, or we need a whatever. And people are like, so then why do you take those jobs? And I'm like, because that is a job that is available. I'm still a performer who wants stage time. So I'm going to go up as a black person or go up as a woman, and they're going to hear my jokes and think they're funny. And then I'm just going to be a funny person who gets right. booked from that person the next time. Right. And I think the more we we're moving towards that slowly, it's a huge boulder that we're trying now to push in that direction. Right. There are some gains. Of course, there is a lot of, you know, difference still. There's a lot of making up for time and whatnot, but, um, you know, I, I tackle that by just being an advocate for myself and an advocate for anybody else who believes the same thing that funny is funny. Funny trumps every other thing. Funny is funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like you said, funny, the comedy, music, and I don't know what you said the other thing was. I mean, music for what? Uh, that international that, food. Yeah. Food. <laughs> Food, comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say all food. Hold up. <laughs> Bland chicken. Nope. Right. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you can miss me with that. Like, now let's you know say that. good food. Yeah. Good food. Yeah. <laughs> good food. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and there's. So, is there anything that you're afraid to talk about? Well, you know what? That's a dumb question because you're going to talk about what you you want to talk about. So, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't talk about anything that just doesn't fit what it is that that you have to say. Um, yeah, I, I learned it. that you just talk about what you know, what you're feeling, what you're passionate mm-hmm. about, and people like when you're authentic, it's funnier. Right. Is how how it was described to me. <laughs> so any any ideals that you had about something growing up that has drastically changed for you, outside of not wanting to be a mom and then becoming a mom, <laughs> not wanting to be <laughs> and becoming married. Those were two pretty big ones for me that how I identified. <laughs> Um, I'll let you have those again. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think like one thing that's actually shifted a lot for me is naturally as a human being, I'm a bit of a pit bull. I'm over the top when it comes to good things. So it's bad things. So if someone like is being unfair, I'm the kind of person who typically was like, 
well, screw you. Like, I'm like very quick to like say something or if someone's being great, I'm like, you're great. Like I'm like in your face a lot, you know, like the energy is big and external. And I married a man whose whole life is dedicated to diplomacy and getting every perspective and trying to find solutions versus pointing out the issue. Whereas I'm like, here's the issue. He's like, where's the solution? What are we working towards? And for me, when I, when I would first, we would have our discussions or arguments or whatever. I hated it so much. I was like, but here's the issue though. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But why are we dwelling on the issue? Let's talk about where we're going to. And I was like, but wait a minute, we got to talk about the issue first. And he's like, why? So this is one thing that I thought I would never be on board with is I have learned to, first of all, lighten up. Not everything matters. I don't have to like put a pin in everything and talk about it. Um, But also being more compassionate to see that we're all trying our best and looking for me to try and be more solution oriented Mm -hmm. versus what is the issue. And it's ironic because part of my personality and part of when I work with people, especially when I was coaching was really about, let's not focus on the flaws. Let's focus on the strength. And, but when it came to like me, for example, with my husband, I was like, here's the flaws, (laughs) you know? So I'm like, girl, take your own advice. How about, and like, you know, um, so that's one thing where I've softened. And I think typically Aisha of like 20 years ago might've thought of that as weakness, but now I see it really as strength to be softer and more compassionate and all encompassing of all people's like perspectives, even if they are very different or offensive to my own, that that doesn't mean that they're a horrible person. They just have a different way of looking at it and we can still work together to find a solution. Okay. Yeah. I know the babies are young. Mm. When are we getting back out on the road? I'm, well, I've already, that. I know yeah, you're <laughs> I, coming. I, okay. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're coming, you can babysit the kids. That'll be easier. We can go tomorrow. Oh, um, I wanted to see the show, oh, but uh, I can babysit. I can, can kill them. That's fine. <laughs> I think in the next, you know, in, in about a year's time, I'll have a lot more freedom. Um, so, I'm still doing, I'm I'm going, for example, I'm going to Geneva for a comedy festival in September for a week. So there is a bit of leeway where I can now finally start to go away um, a little bit uh, and it's manageable. But, you know, I, I, even if, even if my kids were totally fine and taken care of, I'm not the kind of person who wants to be away for a long time from my kids. Again, this is the reluctant mother where I'm like, <laughs> I used to travel, be independent. Now I'm like, but I will miss them. So, <laughs> so you know, I think it's like for me, I would love to be going and doing some tours, some like, you know, go away for a couple of weeks, come back, be here for a long ass time or go away for like the weekends or like three or four days and kind of come back and forth and things like that and do that with some of my comedian friends where it's not this on the road by yourself type isolating stuff. Like I want to have fun. I want to enjoy my life. There's a great song by a Nigerian musician called Techno. Do you know Techno? I'm familiar, yeah. A song where it's like, I allow me to enjoy myself. And if I don't listen to it in a day, I, like it's like, I listen to that all the time. And I'm like, this is my theme for life right now. Like allow me to enjoy myself. If that means I want to eat good food, if that means I want to sleep a little bit, like, you know, have a nap if I can, like whatever those things are. I need like finding ways to enjoy myself and not feel guilt about that is so important to me right now. And I think it's like an important concept for just life in general, especially when you're a professional, like a creative who we get rejected so much all the time in what we're doing. Do we ever. Uh, So it's like, you gotta like 
make the foundation of life an enjoyable, full, whole person life that's healthy and happy. And then you put on top of it that my creative passions, my, you know, money, my whatever, all those things kind of build up on top. But if you don't have that bottom piece, none of it will be worth it. Because if you never get booked again on, or you never get another, like, you know, guest, is life worth it? You know, and it's gotta be, it's gotta be. So. Well, I know me, if I don't get another guest, then you guys have to listen to 20 minute episodes of me (laughs) talking about what's going on. I've got a few of those. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So you're going to hear me talk. I like to talk. So it's it's just going to (laughs) happen. So where can we find you? Well, my address is, um, I (laughs) imagine, knock, knock, knock. I, uh, I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram and and Twitter at Aisha Alpha. I'm on TikTok, Aisha.alpha. And my website is AishaAlpha.com. That's kind of sort of my outlet to the world. I post about all of my shows that I'm doing. I post about, you know, what's going on, my thoughts, my, you know, family life, my relationship, all that stuff. So that's my outlet to the world. Um, if you're in Los Angeles, anyone who's listening, I do a monthly show. I just started one, um, at the hotel cafe, which is a great music venue that now started doing comedy once a month, the first Wednesday of the month called toasted. And it's a wedding themed comedy show. Um, and it is really, it's so fun. We, the first one I was the bride. So we have like a bride and all the performers are doing toasts to the bride basically. So it's like relationship advice or whatever characters. And then the bride is the headliner who performs. But I wore my full-on wedding dress, my wedding shoes. Like, it was like a full thing. We do, like, flowers. We do a bouquet house. It's a lot of fun. So if anyone's in town in in Los Angeles, um, come to that. But, you know, follow me. um, Listen to my album, All the Parts. It's still available. The video is available for free on All Things Comedy's website. Um, And my big thing is I'm like, connect with me because... I like, it's like stories like what you're talking about that like Uh really are touching to me and make me feel like, not like, Oh, it's all worth it. It is all worth it for me, but it, it it really like nails at home that it is worth it, that I'm connecting with people because sometimes you do things and you know, you don't know if anyone's watching or if anyone enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it or how they feel. So um, I, I always try and write back when people connect with me on any of my social media or through my website. So please connect if you, if you feel so inclined. I definitely appreciate that. So um, if you guys need a wedding singer for the, uh, <laughs> for the, the toasted, um, I don't know. It's just Come on fun. down. It's just. Uh, <laughs> um, and let me speak some things into existence. I'm excited about the HBO special that's coming for you and the Netflix special that's coming for you. That's going to be both the uh, acting side of it and the, the comedy side of it. Cause you're yes. going to have little video excerpts through it. Um, I, <laughs> I see that already. Um, but I, I definitely appreciate you for taking time to sit in and speak with us, the the listeners. Um, I mean, I appreciate you so much. This has been, it's, it's been a long time coming and I hope we keep in touch and do more. And, um, yeah, but I really, really appreciate definitely have to have a conversation about equity. Um, yes. I think that's where we'll, We'll do this a little bit, <laughs> um, but maybe we can work on solutions. There we go. We find solutions. We'll have a laugh. We'll find solutions together. That's all it is. Yeah. That's what yeah. life is about. <laughs> definitely have to have you back on. Um, I love that. Yeah, but I appreciate you so much. I know that uh, 
Ooh, almost down to the second. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. They said they're going to be five minutes late, so I got a five minute buffer. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of We Are More Than the Podcast. We out. I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. 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 I bet you,